Welcome back to The Coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of educating crazy chicken keepers and inspiring future flock owners. I'm Kendra. And I'm Jeff. And today we're talking about keeping different poultry types together. As more and more customers expand their flocks by adding new breeds and eventually new poultry types, it's a question we often receive. Can my flock live together cohesively? In short, the answer is yes, but there are a few things you need to take into consideration. Let's start from the beginning with brooding. We highly advise against brooding different poultry types together. For example, do not brood your ducklings with your chicks. And why is that, Jeff? The reason why you don't want your ducklings with the chicks in the brooder is mainly water. Ducklings love to play in the water and they splash it everywhere. Chicks drink the water and do not play in the water because if they get wet, that's bad for your chicks. And that's when you have problems with them not making it because if they get wet, they get cold. So really with any poultry type that you purchase, you're going to experience environmental differences with each one. So really waterfowl does need water and they need water that's deep enough for them to be able to submerge their bills in. Where your chicks are going to be a little more territorial, you'll usually experience. And they begin trying to establish their pecking order pretty quickly. So I know there's been some customers I've talked to where they talk about their chicks being bullies. Or if you try to integrate new chickens that are even a week younger than your current brooder flock, then you'll experience some of that pecking. And that's really where that comes from. It's pretty natural for chickens. And then for your poults, those guys are really fragile in their first few days. They're not as quick moving. So if you're putting them together with chicks, sometimes they get run over and they just need a little more care. Typically, you need to be dipping their beaks in the water a couple of times to get them to learn to drink and to eat properly. So they need a little bit of care. And then guinea keats are smaller and fast. So usually you want to try to keep them separated too as a game type bird versus your other chicks and waterfowl and poults. So environmental differences across the board, not to mention size differences. Turkeys grow so fast, it seems like in their first few days, and they'll be huge. Same with waterfowl. I think it's the same with ducks too. They usually get pretty big, pretty fast compared to chicks or the guineas. And so that will just help make sure that they're not getting trampled or they're smothered in corners if they're all huddling for a heat lamp. And then the last real big difference is nutrition. With nutrition, one of the biggest things is for ducks, they need niacin. And whereas chicks, they don't need niacin. So it's different types of feed. And the nutrients and the protein needed for each is different. I know there's bags of feed out there that say all flock, all breed, all whatever. And they will sell you something that is supposedly for everything. Well, it's not really the best. You're better off going with feed that is for chicks. Having feed that is for ducks, having feed that is for your guineas. Especially in the brooding phase, because that's when they really need those nutrients to grow and develop properly. I know I've mentioned this before, but I ran out of turkey feed and I was just using chick starter for a while until I could get to the feed store. I used it for maybe three or four days and it caused rye neck in my turkey pole. And so then I had to go through all the steps of correcting that. So using the correct feed and making sure that it's nutritious for them is really important because then you don't have to 
to go through all of those steps of trying to correct problems that you created. So highly recommend getting the correct feed, keeping it separate and using them in their own brooder spaces. Now, chicken keepers alone when they're starting, a lot of times ask if they can mix different chicken breeds in their flock. And the answer is yes as well. One thing that I usually point out to people is having a mixed flock is fine when it comes to different chicken breeds. The only thing you may witness is if you have a standard flock of Rhode Island Reds and then you get a Polish, they may get picked on. So the crazy feathers, crazy colors that stand out in the flock tend to get bullied a little bit more. So make sure that you're not getting, you know, a lot of one breed and then one or two of another that look vastly different. If you're going to mix your flock, you want to get a couple different breeds. Yeah, I know people that have one of everything and they're fine. But like Kendra said, when you have that one oddball that does get picked on. And now another way that you can prevent that is having good integration techniques for your existing flock. Now we've talked about this before and I will be sure to link that episode below in the show notes, but you want to make sure that when you're integrating new breeds into your flock that you are separating them so they can see each other but not access them, then give them supervised time together and just kind of watch. The pecking order is a very real thing. I've said that multiple times as well on the podcast. And you have to let nature play out. If it gets to the point where there's blood or there's severe injuries, that's a time to separate and reassess. But most often it's pretty normal. Even my flock, I mean, I've had chickens for years now. I mean, you still let them out and you'll see each other kind of pecking at each other at the feeder or someone's at the water and another one wants in there. Right now I have like 50 broody chickens. Every nesting box is full right now. And some nesting boxes have two chickens in them. And so when a chicken wants in, they'll peck the other one. So it's just a natural part of chicken keeping. It's just something that you'll want to keep an eye on. I want to be clear that you can have a mixed species flock. However, raising your poultry type separately is the safest and healthiest way to keep birds. So if you have a coop structure set up where you can keep your poults separated from your chicks as they mature into chickens and turkeys, that's a great way to do it. There's nothing wrong with keeping them separated. In fact, it's probably best for your birds. If you do mix your mature poultry types, there are a few things to consider. One of the biggest ones and ones that I'm witnessing right now is space differences. So if you're raising chickens and turkeys together, for instance, turkeys take up a lot more space. I currently have seven turkeys in my flock and I have eight more in a brooder and I'm looking at my coop right now thinking where the heck are these going to roost because all the spots are full. So by the time I integrate my new turkey poults into my flock, I'll have to make sure to add some more roosting space. Time to build. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken math, right? It keeps adding. Yeah, add more. Another thing too is if you're keeping chickens and ducks together, a lot of times your chickens will roost and your ducks obviously are not. They're a little bit heavier. And so sometimes they can get pooped on and stuff because they like to sit underneath your roost or they'll sit underneath nesting boxes. And so it just creates kind of a 
mess. Yes. Not a healthy <laughs> environment for any of those breeds involved. And so you want to make sure that you're taking that into consideration. And that really comes into like roosting preferences, nesting box differences. All of those different poultry types have different preferences, different space requirements. You want to do your research and make sure that your coop can handle all of the new additions, not just quantity wise, but in the poultry types you're adding. Now, another thing to consider is having a good male to female ratio. As always with any poultry type, you want to make sure for the health of your flock that that's a good ratio. For chickens, it's a lot higher than, for instance, ducks. But then you also have different mating seasons. So when geese are mating, and if you have a mixed species flock, you want to make sure to remove those geese during that time period because they can be a lot more aggressive. And so you can see some of your other poultry types getting injured um, during that time frame. So sometimes, not not only do you need to consider your coop space and the setup you have, but make sure that you have separation areas ready in the instance that you need to separate them for a couple of months during their mating season. Two, making sure that you have separate spaces for any time you have a bird that's injured. So for instance, I talked about in the last couple of episodes, I had a turkey get injured. Making sure the space I have not only holds a chicken, but can hold a turkey. And that size difference is really important too. So just making sure you have enough space to accommodate the flock as a whole. When you think of your run, the size of your fence, where your run is located, I mean, your ducks want water. Your chickens don't. Your guineas want to go up in trees. Turkeys like to roost high. My turkeys, I was thinking broad-breasted was in my oh. mind. Like your broad-breasted, they're on the ground. They ain't going anywhere. Whereas your heritage turkeys, like your Narragansett and stuff, they want trees too. Mm-hmm. And so you got to think of all those stuff when you're wanting to mix them together. Now, the easiest poultry types, I see so many customers who raise chickens and ducks together. I, when I started was also in that boat where I raised a couple (laughs) ducks with my chickens uh, just out of excitement. And really, when it comes down to it, the easiest poultry types to keep together are ducks and geese, waterfowl. If you mix anything else, you're, you have very serious requirements um, that differ on the ends of the spectrum, whereas waterfowl all kind of have the same preferences as far as nesting and roosting and their water and their feed. And so keeping those together will be the easiest for you. If you branch out and add chickens or poults or guineas, that's when you're going to start seeing some differences that you need to uh, accommodate. So in the end, um, I raise a mixed flock and I feel like I do it pretty successfully, knock on wood so far. I do have some growing pains that I need to assess this summer before fall hit. But my two biggest tips for raising a mixed species flock is one space. I think you kind of get the point by now, as I harped on it earlier, but really taking that into consideration, it's hard to envision how much space birds take up when they're little chicks in the brooder, right? Once they grow and as you continue to add, that space multiplies exponentially. And you want to make sure you have not just enough space to accommodate them. Like when you look at sizing online, I know for chickens, it's always two to three square feet of space in the coop. I always try to give them more. I want them to have a healthy environment 
environment where they're not packed together and they can roam. And in bad weather, it's comfortable for them to be all together in the coop. So I my coop is large and I could definitely add to it. But even as I look at adding those eight additional poults, I'm looking at it like, hmm, I may need to expand it just a little bit more. And the second tip is pecking order is real. Now, I kind of touched on this with chickens alone having a pecking order, but poultry has a pecking order. So when I integrated my turkeys into my flock, like my original turkeys, my tom turkey and rooster had a grudge for a hot second. They worked it out and now they get along fine together. So you may have cases like that when you're doing poultry integration where species don't get along and you have to use those same integration techniques And you may have to separate them for a time period. I know Amanda, who's been on the podcast with us before, talking about chicken tractors. She also raises heritage turkeys and has tried to integrate two toms together and it has not worked out for her. So it may come down to that. I try to integrate my turkeys kind of young into my flock. So they don't have that, the hormones raging (laughs) and they're trying to fight each other. Like they're still a little young. The Tom can get to know them. You know, they can hang out together, eat together. And then by the time they get of age, they're usually pretty fine. But just knowing the pecking order is real and being prepared to handle it is definitely the way you want to go. And then two, when you're integrating in the pecking order, you'll also start to notice as your flock grows a social structure. So my original flock is a lot different than my newer birds. Like they kind of have little clicks and they hang out together. Like my OG birds don't care about the newbies. They run out, eat their food, and then they're free ranging. Whereas the newer chicks still kind of hang around the coop. Um, They're not as friendly. They won't come to me initially with treats. They wait for other birds to come first. So you'll kind of notice a social structure amongst your birds too as that pecking order gets established. So that's it. That's my two main tips, space and pecking order. And then of course, all the other tips we covered, but those are the two you need to take into consideration first um, as you begin to expand. Now, we hope this episode about keeping different poultry types together helps you become successful in your poultry keeping journey, all while keeping the peace amongst your feathered friends. And with that, we thank you for listening to The Coop. Be sure to subscribe, and if you'd be so kind, drop us a review. See you all next week. Bye.